0: Hey guys, welcome to Overcrest. I am Jake. And I'm Joel, not Chris. That's right. Bye, Chris. Chris is out of he's, the studio. He's, he's,
1: adding, he's, he's removing
0: parts and adding lightness. That's right. Yeah. Colin Chapman would be proud, right?
1: So he's, he's becoming the Lotus uh super. <laughs> le- we're gonna he's gonna come back the super legera version of Chris. Yeah,
0: so he is doing the gallbladder delete mod, as I call it.
1: Thank God I've never done that mod.
0: Nope. Yeah, doesn't sound fun. Well, it's certainly for weight reduction. I can only assume. Yeah. So he's nursing his wounds at home. So we have Joel Fetter What's stepping up? in. Happy to do it. Yeah, haven't been here in so a while. we go through some news.
1: Let's do the news.
0: Before we get into it, we do have to mention that our friends over at Checked It Out Chicago, that is a really cool Porsche show that we've been involved with. Unfortunately, that is canceled for the 2020 year. Wanted to give them a shout out and let everyone know. Stay tuned for 2021, though. Very cool show.
1: I mean, basically everything for 2020 is canceled. Everything is canceled, The year is over. Okay? These guys
0: were trying really hard to make it happen still. So and was it, SEMA. It so, I know. And you Nobody saw, cries here about SEMA, though. You, uh, you probably don't care too much, but cool also just recently officially got canceled. Why do for I not year. care?
1: What, what's that about, huh? What was that, didn't. Mean, are you a huge air-cooled Porsche guy?
0: I like cars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been to Luftgekul? Maybe next year we should go. All my free time. <laughs> Maybe it'll coincide with some if I can co- come up with a, some come a reason something.
1: why I gotta drive some car all the way out there. Yeah, right? do yeah. that. I like that T- idea. Take two clowns in it.
0: Yeah. So Joel, you recently shared a cool post of a friend who had converted a BMW 5 Series wagon to full M5 specs. So right? it's
1: not just a friend. It's not just a wagon. That was my old E34 M5 mechanic in Portland. Okay. He owns the shop that, two, that 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 wrenched on my car. He was the only one allowed to wrench on my car, and we're obviously friends now because I'm Joel. And
0: uh, <laughs> what does that mean? Just anyone you talk to is immediately a friend, has, friend or foe. It's maybe. like this.
1: Yeah, it's like this orbit, man. I mean, look at you and Chris. We started out as whatever, and now we're friends. <laughs> 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 but no, no, no. So he texted me there like a week ago. Now I guess it was. Man, time flies. And he was like, I built a thing. And it, like I was in the middle of nowhere, Minnesota. So like I got the text and I hit my yeah. watch while I was driving. And then all these, I could just see images came in my watch, but okay. I didn't know what they were. Right. So then I got to my, to, to the family cottage like two hours later. And I opened my phone and i like, holy crap. So back when I lived in Portland, years ago, by the way, four years ago when I lived in Portland, okay. him and my other buddy had this dream, right? And the dream was to create an M5 wagon, an E39 M5 wagon. That right. was the dream. And the dream was to take an M5 Sedan. And take the powertrain from that and drop into an E39 series wagon. But they didn't want to just drop it in. A lot of people have done that. You get error codes and you don't have the right drive line. Right. And 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 they fabricate exhaust to look like the exhaust, but it's not the real exhaust because uh the, the wagons have these um these these spots for the wheels in the rear. So like you can't just run M5 exhaust down the um the, the rear of the wagon. Okay, you can't drop it in. So they wanted to do like real, really, the true thing, wanted the real exhaust and everything. They were going to weld it, cut it, and all that stuff. Okay. It never really happened. They got sidetracked. They had the two cars, and they got sidetracked. And the pictures were of the car. Finished. Done. 100%. And <laughs> so it,
0: this is like an OEM spec It's like wagon. BMW built M5. it.
1: M5. Yeah, well, so, oh, because so they did that, right? And okay. then he, he, had, uh, he, he had an E92 M3. as his daily. Okay. And he went, and it was interlogus blue, and it was Fox red inside. And he loved that car. And so he sold that car because he wanted to make this his daily. So he went and had it stripped down and he had the interior completely reupholstered in fox red and the exterior really repainted in ear So my
0: only critique on that, could you have gotten that color combo from the factory back when... Not Fox E39. Red for sure.
1: I'm not sure on Interlagos Blue. It's it's pretty close. I'm not sure if that exact uh, blue color on the E39 M5 sedan was Interlagos or not. It, it's really it's close. It's a really cool combo, though. It I've might it. be the same color. I'm not, I am not. I don't know E39s like I know E34s. Uh, so I don't know if that color code was the exact code. If it wasn't the exact one you could get, it was darn close. You could sure. not get Fox Red. That was not a thing. Then.
0: So why am I bringing this up? Well, the holy grail of cool, understated, practical performance cars... That never came to the factory. That It's that. You know, you want a hot wagon from the factory. And guess what, Joel? BMW is finally building one. So we're going to get an M3 Touring, which is their wagon. So... It's going to share its powertrain and underpinnings with the upcoming M3 sedan and M4 coupe, which means it has the S58 twin-turbo 3-liter inline-six. And as we know, the stands will come in either the standard or competition trims, which may or may not make it over to the wagon as well. The standard M3 has the 473-horsepower manual transmission and rear-wheel drive. Will, will we'll have, yes. Will. This is for the next version. Yes. Thank you for this correcting in, this, me. This,
1: so hang on. i just be clear for everyone. Yeah. It's not out yet, so all these specs we're reading are the specs that are out of the X3 and X4 M, which oh, share its its engine. That's where this engine debuted. Uh, gotcha. The, so it'll share its engine and eight-speed automatic, not the manual, obviously. Right. Uh, and and likely mostly all-wheel drive system with the M3 M4. Have you and driven M3. one of those? I personally haven't. Obviously, our team has at length. Yeah. Um, I haven't.
0: What do we What do we think about that eight-speed though?
1: Oh, so that they have the HP and the M5, which I have autocrossed and driven on Road America. It's fast. I have no, I have no qualms yeah. with it
0: at all. I'm sure it is, but I would just want the manual in something like this. So the competition package will then get you another 30 horsepower, which brings it up to 503 horsepower. That'll come with the auto transmission and the optional all-wheel drive. <laughs> It's stupid in a M3, M4. But regardless, having the touring will be awesome. Oh, and Joel, according to BMW's M announcement, the car will have, quote, conspicuously large front air intakes that will, quote, leave little doubt that the iconic MDNA will be clear for all to see.
1: Which means it'll have the large, the 4 ugly,
0: snout. crazy snout on it. Yeah. However, it's not like we really need to worry about how ugly it is since BMW North America has confirmed the company has no plans to import it to the U S
1: correct. We, uh, we were not first to motor authority to break the story. It's coming. We were about okay. an hour behind others, but we were the first to report it won't be coming. We got to confirm. From, I got it. actually, it's my byline actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about a story I wrote yesterday. Uh, it, it, we did confirm it will not be coming to the U S and neither will for that matter, the three series wagon.
0: Okay. At all. At all, there's just no way. So the last, the so hang
1: series. on, the three series wagon died in the U.S. in 2019 model year, okay. which was the last year of the last generation. Gotcha. So they're just not bringing the three series wagon for the current new generation to the U.S.
0: And I don't know my my BMW nomenclatures. It was, I know they had like the E90, the E92. What was the last gen? That you F30, were talking about? F31. That's right, F30. Then okay, F31. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Joel, the future is electric, right?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then why am I seeing a headline for Hyperion Motors' new hydrogen-powered hypercar? Have you heard anything of this company? Ever heard anything about it? Do you know how I know you don't read more authority? Because it's all over it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I was,
1: and by the way, I, I could have said that earlier,
0: but I didn't. <laughs> but you wanted to but leave I it did. just to give me crap on air. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: so we have heard about it. I mean, so we were first first reported on this a while ago because okay. uh, they they teased it. Like they had a shadowy teaser and they said, yeah. it's really fast as heck, and all that stuff, right? It just came out, obviously, earlier this week. Um, that, that with the specs and all that, right? And,
0: and fast as heck it is, for it's sure. crazy.
1: It's crazy. I'll let you go through it. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. So, the Hyperion XP1 is slated to be sold in 2022, has a claimed 2.2 second zero to 60 mile per hour time and a 221 mile per hour top speed. It offers a thousand plus miles of range before refueling and touts over a thousand horsepower. Now, Only 300 cars will be produced, but that is supposedly not the point of this thing. Quote, there are enough car companies, says company CEO Angelo Cafentaris. Instead, we're an energy company that's building this car to tell a story. So Hyperion, you see, plans to build its own network of refill stations for hydrogen cars, similar to what Tesla did with their supercharger network. See,
1: now, and I think this is interesting here because the car company... Oh, hang on. We'll, we'll, let's play a game here. Do you know the one mass market major car company that did not believe in electrification as far
0: as electric cars? They believed the future was hydrogen. Oh, geez, was it was it Honda, Toyota, Toyota? Yeah, because they have the big network in California, right? Biggest relative. Uh, it's not a okay, but enough. like yes. the biggest yes. in the country, which is a very low bar.
1: Uh, <laughs> yes, and, and but the problem is they've even they have admitted. The future is electric, and they are going electric, not hydrogen. Now, they're not getting, wow. Toyota's not dumping hydrogen fuel uh, development. The Germans are, by the way. Uh, they're all leaving the hydrogen, basically. Yeah. Uh, because it's been proven it's, it's not the future. Like, electric is. Um, so that's why I find this so interesting of like this hypercar, which they're going to sell, what, 300 of these? 300, things. just so uh, what, what What kind of network are they going to make? I mean, realistically.
0: I know. And well, why? What are you going
1: to do? Put oh, in well, Gethsemane? here's
0: what they, the article that I read was like, well, with a range of 1,000 miles, you don't have to make too many of these things because you just have to put them every 1,000 miles. There's a lot of road in the U.S. I know. <laughs> is. That is still a lot of stations. I, don't I still I, I like I the just... idea of hydrogen fuel cell, though, Joel, because zero emissions, right? Yep. And as we talk about a huge range and filling this thing up isn't that different time-wise from going to the gas pump and filling up. Of no. course, it can explode well, like the Hindenburg.
1: That's the that's you know, not that big a concern
0: anymore. There's I know. plenty of hydrogen cars. They did the. I, I, th-
1: it's just clear that electrification. It's like the. Uh, it's like uh, you remember um, mini disc players and CDs and and and, and then. Um, oh,
0: the uh, the the big disc thing. What the hell is that called? Betamax.
1: Yes. <laughs> this is Betamax versus VHS. Like seriously, <laughs> uh,
0: hydrogen lost.
1: It is yeah. what it is. Hydrogen lost. It's over.
0: Yeah. I. I. I, I that, so this is really cool. But that's what I
1: don't understand. But I feel like you are kind of behind lost. the
0: ball. Like, why do this? Well, they did say they've been in development of this thing for 10 years. So they well, probably Ten were years ago much. There's a question of so electrification versus right. hydrogen.
1: But guess what? At some, some point, electric, they're electric like, we're bottom. this
0: far. We can't pull the plug on it.
1: But, so what's it for 300 cars they're going to build? What kind of network are they going to build for 300 cars? And what's going to happen after they build the 300 cars? All right, sorry, guys. We're done.
0: Yeah. What What, what is this? Yeah, I, it, it makes
1: no sense to yeah, me. It know. makes no sense.
0: So you brought something to my attention.
1: Now, 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 now we're going to America.
0: Yeah. So speaking of not being fuel efficient or renewable energy, tell us about this new Hellcat pickup truck I can get.
1: Hellcat pickup truck? Heck yeah. So 2021 Ram, the official name now, we know now because they've announced the date uh, for the reveal, is the Ram 1500 TRX. TRX, like T-Rex, get it? And do you know why they have it called TRX, T-Rex? Why? Because they want to go to the raptor. Get it? Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. To the point where... (laughs) so Hang on, hang on. Here's how I know that. Because someone
0: from their marketing team said it? No.
1: Because there's spy shots on the internet that are of the underside of the center armrest console. Yeah. And there's a T-Rex attacking a raptor embedded in the plastic. You know, like those those Easter eggs? That's an Easter egg on the center console. It's a spy shot. It's on the internet. I think TFL, Fastlane... Truck, or I think TFT, I think Fastlane Truck had it first. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I've seen so molded
0: shot. into the bottom of the center so console. This you know all layers.
1: FCA's uh, uh, Easter eggs, right? This is not a new thing, right? Yeah. Easter eggs are, you know, the, the Wranglers got the little Jeeps everywhere. Yep. The, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So this is an Easter egg, and it's been on Spy But shots. it's literally
0: a picture of a T Rex eating a picture of a raptor.
1: It's not eating it. I think it's chasing it. But I mean, you get the point. Yeah. And, and this was the Spy Shop from like a year ago, but yeah.
0: That's kind of funny. Epic. It's I epic. Like that. So
1: anyway, so it's gonna it's a Hellcat pickup truck, right? Okay. So they,
0: they, showed, a con, so, okay. they Let, showed a
1: concept of this back in 16. Yep. And it was on the old truck. I'm surprised they haven't done this yet. Right. Well, so the problem is the concept showed in 16, and that was the end of the life cycle of the old truck.
0: Right. So they're so like, the we're base, not going to put it in the old
1: one. Right, well, and it's, it's like it was it, the old truck. I, again, I haven't seen the new truck, right? The old truck had a wide body kit on it for, for fenders, so they had yeah. wire tires, and it had... The concept had 500 some horsepower but they didn't detune it you know it had 700 some horsepower because it was a hellcat engine i revved this thing it was so <laughs> in the jacob uh, so in the you ever been to jacob javits center no so the jacob javits center in the in not jacob javits i'm sorry um what's I've, the what's the, cent, the 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 the, the, the the what, center what in Chicago, Chicago Auto about? Show, Chicago Auto Show, not Javits, um, Javits, New York, um, Chicago Auto Show, uh, I don't McCormick if... Center, McCormick Center in Chicago. So in the McCormick Center in Chicago, they've got like this warehouse part of it, right? That's not part of the Auto Show. And during, before the Auto Show, all these journalists get to go in, it's called this Showcase Technology Preview. And all these automakers can bring in concept cars and, you know, lifted Tellurides and Nissan's off-road vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> <home>. so, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there was a lifted Telluride <laughs> one year. But, the, the, but FCA brought this truck okay. and you were not allowed to drive it. Some of you, I, I drove an original 67 GT500 there. So you can drive some of these vehicles. Okay, I was not allowed to drive this, but I was allowed to rev it. <laughs>
0: so you just get in and oh, start throttling yeah. it. Oh yeah,
1: they gave me the keys and I got that thing, and I just started. The, the whole exhibit whole, hall the just starts shaking. Just started shit because it reverberates. It was all silent. Oh, I bet. Oh, it was epic. And everyone looked over, it was like, Fetter's here." <laughs> 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 Feder, fetter, in the truck. Uh, so, so the the the, the, the expect uh, expect active sh- active shocks. Expect okay. about 700 and some horsepower. Okay. Expect full time four wheel drive. I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm assuming it's not gonna be very well. Expect massive tires. I'm talking 33s, 35s. Wow. Big, big tires. Yeah. Uh, I would expect, a, I would expect a bead lock option like a Raptor. Sure. I would expect uh, a fully loaded setup. So LED headlights and all, all this stuff that's optional on a normal Rabble, uh like a Ram. I'm assuming yeah. the 12 inch screen, all that crap. That's gonna be standard. Sure. Uh, There was a, there was a spy shot of the center console, and it has launch control, I believe, from the spy shot I saw. Um, <laughs> dude, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. Stupid. So
0: you had the latest. Um, we have Ford Raptor. I last have had year. the. La-
1: I I went to the launch of the latest Ford Raptor. Yes. Okay. And that's where it got the active shocks, the yep. li- the live wire uh, Fox Racing shocks. Uh, I don't lockers. know
0: lockers. If-
1: that's always been an option. Oh, it has. I didn't it's know It's an that. option. Uh, I don't know if, see, see, I, and I don't know, I don't, all I know about the TRX is what we've written about it based on rumors, conjecture, and and spy shots. Sure. I, I didn't do the backgrounder, and, and, and so I can't speak, even if I did. So I explain drive. to me a
0: little bit, because I don't know much about these off road trucks. No, I, I'm getting more at what makes a Hellcat engine a Hellcat engine. So what it's still, because these Rams still had a Hemi V8, which so is a Hellcat, the a Hellcat,
1: Hellcat engine. Is the 6.2, which, ne- which 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 most of SRT products have gone to a 6.4, but the 6.4's got a thinner block. Sure. So the 6.2's got a thicker block. Mm-hmm. So the 6-2, and then it has a 2. Point, ooh, don't quote me. It's either 3 or 4. I think it's 2.4. Big supercharger. It's a, so it's a 2.4, I think, on the standard. And now the red eyes have a 2.8 from the Demon, if Shh. I remember correctly. <laughs> which is bigger than some cars' engines. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. liter, liter, yeah. Liter supercharger, which basically can suck the air out of a 10 by 10 room or some stupid stuff in like 10 minutes. It's crazy.
0: Because <laughs> that's so, what you want to do. So in a, how can I think you can
1: empty a tank of gas in like 10 minutes. It's it's crazy. Wow. Um, and so that obviously, you know how superchargers work. Projects yeah. It air and shoots it in and all that stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I just didn't know if this is this basically the same block and they threw a supercharger on it or what so differentiates this, is a six, it's
1: this. a six. It's a 6.2, but I mean, it's got different pistons. It's got different yeah, internals. It's, it's bolstered. I mean, they got a warranty on this stuff. I know. <laughs> You can buy seven, eight hundred horsepower cars from FCA with a warranty.
0: Yeah. And no special
1: driver's license.
0: It's amazing. It's incredible. It really is. So anyway,
1: uh August uh seventeenth, it's gonna mm-hmm. be unveiled. Noon. There'll be a live stream. Okay. I expect every one of you to come to Motor Authority and watch it.
0: Is this thing just going to, like, jump a ramp over a bunch of so, so, so raptors? They, or what, what well, they is this going to be? Well, they want
1: to go off a raptor, right? And so they're, they're going to they're gonna position it as a desert runner. That's what they're going to position this as. Like, That's all the previews cool. are it doing donuts in yeah. sand and dirt.
0: Yeah. Um, like all those pre-runner trucks? Yeah. And those are nuts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Although those pre-runner trucks don't have cooled seats and 12-inch touchscreens and all no. that crap that weighs this thing down. Probably.
0: Joel, speaking of trucks. Trucks. Did you know what I did? Do you know I have an old C10? I do know that. And you were looking for the gap because
1: you called me and asked. And you were like, do you know the gap for spark plug? And I'm like, I don't. You're like, you're useless. What? I so, didn't ask
0: you that. It's a week ago. Oh, you're right. I did. What I asked you to come on here? Yeah. And then I asked Clue all that. Anyways. This is great. I lowered it. It's too low. Weird. It's literally dragging on the A-arms. I thought you, you would you appreciate that. you all could see me right now, I'm just I thought it. you would appreciate that because you are the one that hypes on Chris. About low lowering
1: cars is stupid.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, this thing's too low. <laughs> oh, moron. All right, moving I'm just gonna take right, it right along. Now. There, uh, There really isn't much to say about this next story other than the takeaway. Nissan said it is facing its second consecutive year of losses topping $6 billion. That's billion with a capital B, Joel. That's massive. This is, of course, blamed by the coronavirus pandemic hit to car sales. So Nissan is now partnered with the Renault Group, which led to the French car makers record 8.58 billion first half losses. That's nearly 5 billion down the toilet in six months. So, so... Okay, hang on. What do you have to say about this?
1: couple things. One, I'm sure you saw about the whole gone thing and the whole embe- get leaving. Oh, yeah, kick, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nissan's had a... Um, colorful couple of years. <laughs> I can't Musical. wait for the Musical, straight to Netflix,
0: even. like ghost and documentary. Dude, we, we, we say that at work all the time. Really? <laughs>
1: Dude, this is like a documentary in the making. Did um, you
0: see the, I forget who did the article on basically the guy that's like, you just hire this guy for extractions. And yeah, he basically yeah, yeah, yeah. told, his side of the story, what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah.
1: Of course. Someone was it's gone. It's, it's 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 let me tell you all in my book.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For <laughs> the sure. The book
1: the book comes out next to Michael Cohen's next <laughs> week. <laughs> but 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 so Nissan, look, if you look at their lineup, and I think we talked about this one of the last times I was on here, their lineup isn't exactly inspiring.
0: No. It's not. But well, you know what they need to do is bring back the Murano Cross Cabaret. Oh shut up. But uh, in the, all your, did you, you know is- I had
1: that for a loan once, and I named it Jiggles when I was driving it right through
0: LA. <laughs> I did and not know it was so. They so they gave
1: me one, and I would go down. I was going down like Rodeo Drive or something. Rodeo Drive, and, uh, and I like and Rodeo and Drive better. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But no, so we were going down, and you know, there's like water drainage, th- sure, things? yeah, yeah. So I'd go, on, blah, blah, and the whole thing was, blah, 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 blah. and so I went on Twitter. I'm like, and I'm nicknaming this car uh, Jiggles. Nissan was not amused, <laughs> uh, but but so hang on, seriously, at so, least there's something different about that. So hang on, stop it, Okay. If you look at that lineup, it's not inspiring, right? It's really not like the Centro was just not great, and 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 the last, I honestly don't th- even
0: know any cars they make,
1: but but. So growing up, when you and I were growing up, their cars were legitimately good driving cars.
0: Yeah, like you own I one.
1: I do own one. Uh, <laughs> you had to think about it. It took me a second. Uh, but 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 there was good cars, right? Right. So it, it, so but it, it's clear to me from friends that work there and whatever they've spent the last couple of years realizing we might have messed up, <laughs> and so weird. Uh and, and so uh, they've been so spending a lot you. of development and money working on their new cars, and so I've since I've been here, I've had the new Sentra. Mm-hmm. Freaking fantastic! Like Nissan back when I was a kid, good. Okay. The new Altima is not as good, but darn good. And the new Rogue looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I just had a Titan, which if other trucks didn't exist, it'd be a great truck. But the problem is other. <laughs> well, hang up. The problem is other the trucks have gotten, so just gotten, yeah. gotten so good. It's gotten so good. the new Sentra, legitimately, if it's not the best car in its class, it might be. Wow. Like like better Here's than my Civic problem. and Corolla.
0: Here's my problem, Joel. You understand why a lot of these automakers basically change the names of their models, even if it's the same car. Like, the Ford 500 was the same as the, I don't know, the Taurus. or the I don't know anything about those. My point is, I don't care about a Sentra. But if they had some new model of sedan that was actually really good, and it was called, like, the Nissan new See, but here's the thing, I then I might.
1: I, here's the thing. I think if I pulled up to your house in the new Sentra, you wouldn't know it's a Sentra. That's the thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but I'm not going to go shopping for a new Nissan You're not Sentra. the
1: demographic. Okay. The demographic is the guy that goes by a Civic or Corolla, which they buy a lot of those. That's true. There's a lot of those that sell. Yeah. So anyway, what I'm saying is they've been selling crap or not. They've been selling non-competitive cars. Yeah. And that's why we got here. Their new lineup that's coming seems to be so far very competitive. Okay. Time will tell.
0: What about like they also a, have a new-, new... Z They have a new Z coming. Yeah, I did see that. And
1: they have a new GTR coming.
0: I think I heard that as well.
1: And by new, I mean I'm guessing it's a reskin of both. But you know what? If they're <laughs> but hang on, I don't care yeah. if it's a reskin with a better powertrain because the Z supposedly is going to have the three liter twin turbo out of the Q60, with about 400 horse, and okay. it's supposedly going to have a 240 retro Z like design on the exterior.
0: I did see that. That's down cool. That. I'm down with that. Yeah, that's cool. That.
1: Look what else is out there. The new Supra. <laughs>
0: I know. We, well, we've like parked on that for a while. Not, there's not a
1: whole lot of choice here.
0: Yeah. So Speaking we really of which, sh- this isn't sh- even a story, but uh, I know that the new BRZ FT86. We got whatever. spy
1: shots out today. I saw Check that. It out on More Authority. Is that going to be cool? It's not going to be new. Like If okay. you go start analyzing, like, like Bozy Taterek, who's a friend of mine, who, who's uh, on on Twitter and, and, and some others, we we were all, and, 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 and myself, we were all looking at it. And if you look at the suspension and you look at the, if you look through the grill, the intercooler and all that stuff. It's the, all the same. It is. it's, a, it's a, But hang on. That's, that body's new. It is a reskinned car. So there's rumors Wait, that- Wait, intercooler? Not intercooler. Um, I was cooler, like, hold cooler. on, Joel. That's radiator, new. Radiator. That radiator, is radiator, new. Radiator radiator, radiator. radiator. Now, there are rumors that they were going to put a 2.4 liter out of the Ascent and drop the turbo out of it, which would okay. give it a
0: larger displacement and more power. I don't care. People just want the STI engine or WRX engine in that thing.
1: See, but here's the thing. I've driven that car, and it doesn't necessarily need a turbo. Does your truck need a Hellcat engine? No, <laughs> but my truck doesn't weigh like three thousand pounds. Here's the thing: is my argument is not every car needs a turbo. I'm I agree. Saying, I'm not saying it doesn't need more power. Right. That's, don't 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 get twisted. I'm saying I'm not sure it needs a turbo.
0: Right. If it, it gets the two, if nice, it gets the two four aspect.
1: out of the ascent and they drop the turbo off it, they're gaining a lot of displacement. Mm-hmm. That will gain power. The problem is, is that turbo is higher in the rev band, and, or, or 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 flatter. Right. It's a flatter engine. Yes. For for the torque. That car and that car's demeanor, it wants to be wrung out. It wants to have its neck strangled, right? right. And you don't do that with a turbo. So if yeah. you have a naturally larger displacement, 2.4 isn't very really large. It's the Hellcats displacement on it. It's right, exactly. But the car weighs like 3,000 pounds. But if you have a larger displacement engine dropped into that car, uh-huh. Sans Turbo, you can bring its neck, you have more power, it's still lightweight. Is that still a flat four? Then a two point four. The flat four is a two point four turbo out of the uh, out of the ascent, and they would just drop the turbo. That turbo, the ascent, is the three row Highlander competitor. Okay. It's huge. It's a it's an overgrown Outback. It works fine. Okay. It's for if you outgrow your Outback. Gotcha. Once you have like a fleet of kids, you will understand.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Thank you. Um, I don't really care about this next story that much. We were talking about how Nissan is doing terrible, and Toyota somehow made six point nine billion dollars in profit. Which is amazing. So that's uh, projected, I guess, based on their first quarter earnings here. Um, That's still down 64% from the previous year, which just goes to show how massive Toyota is and how many people do buy those damn Corollas.
1: Which means if they had a center that was damn good, it'd be a good thing for (sighs) Nissan.
0: You're right. No, I guess.
1: All right. Can you please put that on repeat?
0: Joel's right. You're right. You're right. You're right.
1: I like being right. Mm -hmm. Not that often. You and Cluel. Yeah, but he's never right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Be sure to listen to the episode that comes out Monday.
1: (laughs) It's his wife. He's never right. We
0: all know this. Yeah. I love Jess. I know. I do too. All right. Good news, Joel. As you might know, Super over the last about this. few years, Tesla has reduced the number of color options on its vehicles in order to streamline production. The other reason they did this, I didn't list here, but I mentioned to you earlier, is it's basically to help with their uh, collision repair as well. For whatever reason, they couldn't distribute all the paint to all their different centers? I don't know. Regardless, there aren't as many colors that you can get on your new Teslas. This resulted in many owners turning to wraps in order to get different colors and, quote, differentiate their vehicle from the increasingly larger Tesla fleet. Owners would rely on, of course, third-party suppliers and installers to wrap their cars. But now, Tesla is launching its very own vehicle wrapping service through delivery centers in China. Now, I mainly included this story just because I wanted to read the translation of the official Chinese press release. Here we go. Tesla is more and more common on the road and it is getting easier to recognize the wrong car at the charging station. How to make your Tesla different and stand out? Now the Tesla delivery center has launched the color change car wrap product, which can make the vehicle cool. That's it. It can now make the vehicle cool. <laughs> Joel, now it can be cool. Before it couldn't be. No, cool. but now
1: it can. But now I can, it, I can, make, it a, I can make it a MOLA. Color I can make it a MOLA.
0: That's true. We've oh, moved on. Your log is blue. We've moved on from Mola yellow. We're going to speed yellow, is gonna be our next car purchase, Joel. Does that mean anything to you? Porsche. Yep.
1: You test me and I like it. Yep. Like as if I don't know things, and then I prove it that I know things. And then things you know like, things. Damn. Oh,
0: he's so good. Yeah, it's All right, right. I don't you're know gonna that much. you're gonna tell us about some other manufacturer I've never Speaking heard of. Speaking of
1: Tesla, competitors coming. Uh so uh, Chris has uh, uh, Jake.
0: That's me. I, I just called you Chris, too. Fine. So. Right.
1: You're almost as pretty as him. Uh, oh, that is <laughs> not, a terrible not insult. nearly as hairy, though. <laughs> that is a terrible uh, insult. So I have
0: most of my hair, though. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. I did, too, for kids. <laughs> 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 so a
1: new car company, new car company named Lucid. T- stop me if you heard this before. Is coming with an electric car. They're uh-huh. building him in, in Arizona. They've got a lot of money. And they're going to build a sedan, then an SUV, maybe a pickup truck. That Have sounds you heard exactly this story like
0: Tesla. Weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh-huh. but. This car is really, really pretty, which actually the Model S is one of the most gorgeous cars on the road today, as far as sedans, so I can't discount that, but the Model X is also one of the most hideous cars on the road today, so there's really, you know, the-, the But Joe, have you seen there. the
0: wings flap? Have oh, you seen God. the doors flap? Falcon mode. <laughs> so so here's the deal.
1: So Lucid, a new car company, like I said, that is building a factory in Arizona, uh-huh. uh, they broke down ground last year. They're nearly done. They're, they've wow. got the money. So
0: they're moving quick.
1: They're moving. Uh, the car unveil is supposed to be up in New York. It's- New York didn't happen. Right. Nothing. No, yeah, no, nothing. 2020 yeah. is canceled. Remember from earlier? Yep. So now the car is being unveiled in September next month. Check it out on Motor Authority. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, so it's a sedan, right? And yeah. it's going to have about 100 kilowatt hour battery pack. just What, like is,
0: what is, okay. Yeah.
1: Stop. You've heard this before, right? Yeah. But, 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 but. So from the get go, uh, the the CEO, uh, who his name is Peter Rawlinson. We've interviewed him many times on motor th- our green car ports, which is, or green sister, sister site, site. Yep. right? Uh, he told us from the get-go that they were going to be Tesla. As, as far, at, at their own game. At their own game. And here's their game. Their game, Tesla's main thing that no one else can match to date. As far as, I mean, I say that legacy automakers. Ge- right. Germans yep. and all that I stuff, gotcha. Is range and efficiency, which is the largest downfall of the e-tron and the iPace pace and all these competitors. Okay. Range and efficiency. And that all comes down to software.
0: I was going to say, if, what about their software? It, but that's what it comes down, to,
1: it comes it, down it, it, to. No, no. Three things. Software, battery thermal management, mm-hmm. and electric motor efficiencies. Those are the three things this all comes down to, which Tesla's had a 10-year lead. On that's the just it.
0: How is this company going to Let me tell you. one-up them when they're just new on the stage?
1: So it all comes down to uh, the type of electric motors they're using and what's inside them that makes it efficient.
0: It's wires, Joel. It's wires. It is. It's windings. Like, I don't understand how you can make it that much different or better. So, so it,
1: it has to do with multiple things. First off, you didn't let me finish. Coefficient of drag. Okay. It's lower. The Model S is 2.23. Theirs is 2.21. Their battery pack is about 111 kilowatt hours. Uh, and then they are going to launch with an extended battery pack range. So, cause, and, and, and it's, it, they're the wiring on their actual motors is more efficient. But they've taken certain things out that Tesla has. It is more efficient. They've also focused a lot on their battery management, thermals, and electronics. They were aiming for 400 miles of range, which Tesla just hit, just now. Okay. This week, they dropped out that uh, it's been tested 517. Wow. That's a lot more than 400.
0: Yeah, it is. And And and, here's the thing. If Tesla would have tested that, they would have been like, oh, guess what? We can do 500. So it
1: it wasn't lucid. It was a third party.
0: Oh wow, that's even more impressive.
1: Right. And they're expecting it to be about that at an EPA rating, over mm-hmm. 500. Well, and now, they have a 900-volt I... charging system, which is more than 800 that is built into the Ticon. 900-volt yeah. charging system.
0: Wow. That is a lot.
1: Now, it's an architecture. That doesn't mean tomorrow can charge 900 volts. It's probably going to be about 350 on the uh, kilowatts on the DC charger. What well, it means they
0: can get there. It means they they're can future-proofing. They, they're future-proofing.
1: And this is the same architecture we had exclusive today on Green Cardboards, although this goes out tomorrow, Friday. So this is Thursday. So today, th- today when we record this. Don't confuse us. I yes. know. Uh, so we had exclusive when we interviewed the CEO that they are planning a uh, SUV off this platform to follow by 2023. And then they're considering considering a pickup truck.
0: Uh, weird. America. God bless. Uh, well, no, but it's like you say, who else does this around you of? Right. Is it going to be bulletproof, Joel? Probably not. Okay.
1: But neither is the Tesla, so it's fine.
0: Yeah, so I Remember heard the this week, cracks? I didn't, yeah, I didn't, well, yes. But also, he had some tweet last week or something saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I well, what, what, you know it better than so, I do, so probably. So basically, someone
1: someone said, well, it was an interview. Someone said, so what if the, tri- what, what if the pickup truck's failure? What if people don't want this thing? And yeah. he basically is like, well, if it's failure or people don't want it, we'll just build a, a normal looking pickup truck. truck also known as a Rivian.
0: Right. Right.
1: (laughs) Or, 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 or the new F-150 electric or, or the silver GMC silver Sierra electric or everyone else is building a pickup truck in the next two years. Yeah. That won't be bulletproof and will look normal.
0: Crazy. Yeah. So weird. Why doesn't, first of all, I was going to make a joke and then I forgot it. So I'm going to make it now. (sighs) When I drive this lucid, am I going to have like very vivid dreams? No,
1: but you ready for this? Yeah. Their self driving, uh, hands free, uh, uh, semi autonomous, not self driving uh, driver assist system is called Dream Drive.
0: <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> Head over to Patreon.com Overcrest. For as little as $5 a month, you can support the show. Please head over there. I'm actually going to have a new exclusive content out this next week. We do history stories, exclusive content. You get a whole bunch of swag, and you can support the content creators that you like. All right, Joel. Jake. Shelby American just announced that Carroll Shelby Signature Edition version of the Mustang GT350, GT350R, and GT500. What does this mean?
1: This more means more power.
0: That the GT500 Carable Shelby Signature Edition, or GT500 SE as it is known, will make 800 plus horsepower, touting at least a 40 horsepower gain over the very small 760 horsepower base GT500. They call it the base GT500, which I have conflicting thoughts over this. Oh, please First, tell me. it's about goddarn time. Right? How long has the Hellcat and the Demon and the Red Eye, whatever, super high output things been around and they've been trouncing them on these horsepower figures?
1: I have a different take.
0: Okay. My different take is that this is awesome because the red blooded, all American, gasoline fueled horsepower wars are not over yet.
1: Okay. Couple What's thoughts. your take? My couple thoughts. Okay, well, first off, who cares? <laughs> well, no, hey, 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 hey hear me out here
0: the people that beard, are
1: buying these cars hold my beer.
0: are like uh, mine's got 800 joel 800 horsepower right there that's great yeah Anywhere 800 horsepower looks, that's great could walk all over you listen, and you're whatever listen
1: johnny uh it's, here's the thing I, i'm going with your number two first about the 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 awesome this horsepower wars aren't over yet my my, my quote to the horsepower wars aren't over yet is this isn't a factory car True. The Dodge Demon and the, the Hellcat Red Eye. That's factory, right? Yeah. So, so, You can
0: buy these at the Ford dealership.
1: It's not built by Ford. This is a Mustang GT500 that gets shipped over to Shelby. Yeah. and, and, and gets, it's, it's, a, it's a tuner car. It's a modified car. Yeah. It's the same thing as a Roush or Callaway or any of that stuff. So I'm not trying to poo-poo it. I'm just saying like it, when, you, when, you, when you're talking about the gasoline-powered horsepower wars, mm-hmm. this is not a factory car. Okay. So I discount that.
0: Okay. And, and Fair I just, enough.
1: I put it in the same realm as a Roush Mustang or any of those others. Two, two, more important, when you say it's about time, I'm not sure I agree, and here's why. (laughs) (laughs) Hear me out. Mustang made a huge shift with this last generation back in like 15, whenever it was.
0: That's right. They did.
1: It is a a borderline sports car. It is not a muscle car. Agreed. It is straight up an
0: M4 competitor. And they, Mustangs, when they were initially released we're never supposed to be a muscle car Correct, it was the pony car correct right that's what spawned the so camaro much, the firebird everything so else much
1: smaller than a challenger exactly Charger or a and stuff.
0: they should have always been a sports car so but so they lost you, that when you say
1: you know it's about time how long the hellcat and demon those are not sports cars those are muscle cars those uh, are drags so yes when i pull up and say hey johnny my Demon's got more power it's like yeah it does because it's a freaking muscle car but my mustang will run circles around it on a road course
0: well now it can even before, before it had a solid even axle, even a GT350 couldn't.
1: It couldn't, but I was actually pretty impressed what they did with the solid axle for the 13 refresh. It was really impressive, yeah. especially on the Boss.
0: The Boss was Boss. <laughs> was that thing Boss? It's pretty Boss. Yeah. Anyway, so no, I like Mustangs. So, so I, do. I
1: do too. I I would take a GT over an M4, a Mustang GT over an M4. Would you really? Uh, maybe in space spec, uh, because if you gave me a Mustang GT with about five to seven grand suspension modifications to fix what the factory didn't do, I will smoke the crap out of an M4. And it it sounds so much better. Sounds so much better. Now, you do a performance pack level two Mustang over an M4 and save a bunch of coin every day. Every day.
0: I agree. I like that a lot. Hey, do you want to take a shot?
1: I'm always down
0: to drink. Do you? Because (laughs) this next story, I think we should take a shot of vodka. So I, yeah, I, with the Russians, that, what accent was that? That wasn't Russian. Well, it's no surprise that Russians are heavy drinkers so much. So it turns not out Not that we
1: would stereotype.
0: Well, that's what this story is about. Joel. I'm just saying, I know. Well, that's fine. In
1: this area, we have to be very cautious about stereotyping. I could,
0: drink. I could make a very stereo, but we would never typical joke but about would never. you right but now. But we would never, but I would not know. I would be inappropriate. Would, it would be highly inappropriate. Uncalled for even. Yeah anyway anyways uh russians yes so russians drink so much it turns out that russia is looking at ways to encourage manufacturers to install breathalyzers in vehicles straight from the factory the industry can you imagine that
1: flying in uh
0: in in america (laughs) no the industry ministry hopes to draw up a plan by the end of 2020 to spur the mass use of interlocks which require drivers to pass the breathalyzer test before they can start the ignition
1: that's a lot of drinking. Can you imagine a country that has so many people drinking before driving that you have to make the automakers <laughs> They're install? They're like, look, guys, just breathalyzers. Let's just install them from the factory, right? That would that would help a lot. Can you, so hang on, hang on. Legit question. Have you ever seen someone who had DUI and then had a breathalyzer in their car? Have you ever seen the breathalyzer in the car? I have not. No? No. Oh, I have. It's legit. Like It's like the size of, you remember those old cell phones, like the Nokia the candy bar phones? Yeah, the that's, brick that's, phones. But the first one's with the pull-up antenna and all oh, that. Oh, okay, yeah. It's about that size. Okay. And then on one end is a cord that goes like a CB radio into your dash. Right. That clearly is tied into your ignition. And the other one is is like, it looks like a vape pen. It literally looks like a vape pen. Oh, vape, there like, you go. Yeah, and, and you, the and big you, vape pens. And, well, no, the end looks like a vape pen. Oh. That's going to the cell phone thing, right? Okay. And then there's a little Italy LED matrix screen. And then like you literally pick it up
0: and you turn it on. Don't you, they have cameras on them too? No. Your car won't start if you don't blow right. <laughs> no, I know, but I think they have cameras so it, it proves like you blew it and not your passenger. I think the new ones do. Well, I haven't seen one
1: in a couple of years.
0: Well, I haven't seen one at all. The but... old ones the old, the old one didn't have
1: a camera, but but back in the day, I you mean, know, they could be smaller now too, but, yeah. but like, and you literally blow into this thing and it does a, and it reads it. and It's like,
0: okay, you're green. You're good
1: to go. You know, it's and then the car starts. When they
0: install that, does that hack apart your wiring harness? Like, I'm curious if that affects, well, not that I, anyone buying a used car looks under the dash of the wiring harness, but I'm curious, like how. I mean, they probably have. They probably have
1: to take off the sheeting, the the plastic sheeting, and they probably right. have to t- tie it in, and then they probably have to.
0: Those guys are probably really good at hot-wiring cars. Yes! Right? (laughs) Well, it's a lot
1: harder to do something like that these days. But back in the day, oh yeah. (laughs)
0: Like I'm a breathalyzer installer. That's their night job. And I also steal cars on the (laughs) side. All right, so 17,000 Russians died in the country's roads due to drunk driving last year alone. Much higher than most other countries. Russians have long had a reputation as ferocious drinkers. But alcohol consumption has actually fallen 43% in Russia from 2003 to 2016. so they. Yeah, but used I wonder with the coronavirus,
1: much, how high has jumped back oh, up. Oh,
0: you know it went way back Because in America,
1: up. as someone with two oh. kids, I would never
0: Oh my poke. goodness, same. All right, Atlanta
1: will put kids. you... What?
0: All your kids? Uh, no, just the fact that I've been home with nothing else to do.
1: Oh, I drink because of my kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I drink now more than... Yeah, anyway. All right, Joel, are you aware that Atlanta has a big street racing problem? Do you know, oddly... I had heard about this on the internet.
1: On the interwebs. On the internet, it's this thing that goes to sky. Al Gore was involved. I heard. I don't know. Okay, you're dumb. I know.
0: Regardless, yeah, they have <laughs> a big street racing problem. And on Monday, the Atlanta City Council approved legislation setting penalties for people not only racing Joel but standing around while drivers street race as so now a I'm bystander get in trouble for watching as a bystander. You could be fined at least a thousand dollars or wow. go to jail for up to six months, which, yeah, it's just for watching. And I think that explains why everyone in that—you remember the first Fast and the Furious movie yeah. when the cops came? That's why they're—that's why they're, scatter, that's scatter, why scatter.
1: they're running. Yeah, you, you—you know the first three uh, Fast and Furious movies are like jam, right? And they kind of went to like this Italian Job/Ocean slash Ocean 11 thing. I but know. like the first
0: three ooh. they they basically went from street racing to somehow they became mercenaries.
1: Well, the problem is is that, so uh, Craig something Leverman who was the technical director for the first two movies, okay. he has a book called Crashing Cars. And I actually read it. Okay. A bunch of typos. <laughs> but, <laughs> but 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 it was it's very insightful into into the, into the story scene and everything. He makes a very good point. People at some level pay to see street racing. Okay. A lot of people will stay pay pay to see what you would consider mercenaries. I, I consider it street racing mixed with Ocean's Eleven mixed with basically. Uh, well, no, I'm Italians looking, out. if
0: you look at the characters and what they were doing the first, like, it was street two, racing. It was street racing. It was street racing. And then what are they doing now? They're basically mercenaries.
1: There's a difference in who's going to go watch the movies. Yeah. Do you know how much money they've grown?
0: Oh, exactly. Right. Now it's just a like a generic like action Ka-ching, movie. ka-ching, ka-ching. Yep, it's not a car movie. It's a generic guy. Hi, movie. I'm
1: the Rock, and I'm Vin Diesel, and I make a lot of
0: money. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Jason Statham.
1: Well, and- now they've got um, 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 the new the other wrestler um, who sold his Ford GT. Um, mm. You know who I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. His name.
0: They kind of jumped the shark with that one.
1: Well, you can only The Rock. I heard the Rock and Vin Diesel didn't get
0: along. Well, certainly not weird. With the storyline. No, I heard in real life. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move along. Okay. Honda recently confirmed reports that it has sent some of its office workers to the assembly line in its Mainesville, Ohio factory to fill in for employees who are quarantined after testing positive for COVID 19. Team. Can you
1: imagine the phone call? Hey, Judy, I know you're Bill's assistant, but can you get down there and start installing windshields today? Just, you, bi- we
0: need you to start turning wrenches Bill here. Bill doesn't need you this week, but we
1: really need those <laughs> windshields installed. Thanks, Judy.
0: Quote, due to strong customer demand for our products and the need to carefully manage production during the COVID-19 pandemic, we are facing some temporary staffing issue that requires support from associates who we do not typically work in production. The Japanese company asked employees who normally work in accounting purchasing, or research and development to work on the assembly line.
1: So the guy that's in charge of buying the bolts is now suddenly in charge of torquing the bolts. Exactly. Really came full circle there.
0: Do you think we're going to see like an abundance of warranty repairs on Hondas in the coming years? Like Weird recalls. Why are they spiking? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Turns out not all these bolts were torqued to 17. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's Greg from accounting. What do you expect? Greg's fired. Joking aside, there could be a silver lining here. Think about it. If the bean counters are forced to build the cars themselves that they're originally controlling the money for, maybe they'll decide they want to like put more resources towards cooler cars.
1: Or they'll figure out that they're wasting time and money on certain things and they can get rid of these certain bolts. Yeah. We don't need two light bulbs for that. We can get back with one. Yeah, maybe. That's 10 cents per car.
0: Yeah, who knows. <laughs> All right, so... Chris and I have gone at nauseam about all of the touchscreens in cars. And basically buttons are disappearing. Every control is now in a central screen. Do
1: you want to hear something hilarious? What's that? I had a complete argument with three other journalists today on Twitter about this topic.
0: Did you really? What is your stance?
1: So my stance was I posted something, and I don't remember the exact tweet. I posted the new S-Class interior and said something like, this looks really luxurious if luxury is defined by all touchscreens. Yeah. Yeah. I I got a massive argument about this on Twitter, like
0: for hours. When I complained about this, or maybe Chris complained about it, your response was, you haven't been in a new car in a while, have you? Because this is the industry standard now. It is. Right? It is. But but my argument is- That doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it that-
1: I think screens have a place in modern cars. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% convinced that an all screen interior is the way to go. And my stance that I was talking to someone today off Twitter once the Twitter argument subsided uh, was that I think it, I, I this is like a Tesla virus, right? We've COVID-19, it's like Tesla 17 or something like that. And there's no vaccine because everyone wants to be cool like Tesla. So uh-huh. everyone's doing these these touch screens, right? And you've got the S class going to literally have the screen that's on the the, the 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 driver display that shows you so there's there's three screens. There's okay. the the HUD, the head up display. Right. There's the big screen that's a, where the gauge cluster the should, be. The, should the be. the binnacle. That should be the gauge cluster. Joel. It's no longer a binnacle, it's just a screen. <laughs> and, and then there's literally a a the center screen, stack. It's a it's not a center stack. It's literally just the a vertical screen on the center right, stack. Okay. And but instead of being up on the dashboard like a Tesla, yeah. it's literally mounted down low where the button is. Oh would good.
0: Be. So you have to look way down farther.
1: Yes. Yes. So you take your gaze down to the right. All and, right. And, and and so my argument was that's not luxury, it's cheap.
0: Yeah. It's cheap. I agree. And no
1: one's gonna want to collect that in twenty years, where they want to still want S classes right now from the nineties and eighties and the sixties, right? That's a good point. I think there will be a resurgence in twenty years that everyone's agree. gonna be like it's like the Rolex and the Timex and even the Casios, right? There's mechanical movement and there's actual knurled things. And I said to someone today, "You ever seen a knurled screen?" <laughs> and his response was, "You could knurled the edges." And I'm like, "Oh, everybody, look at my knurled edges on my screen! Like, how stupid is that? Like,
0: it is. It's I, not. We I need 100% movement agree with and tactile you. feeling. It's more about the function even than just the aesthetics of it because, like, we're talking about you." With here's what I love now the Macan that I have is a 2015 that's by no stretch a modern car anymore
1: but it's only five years old it's yeah modern. what
0: I like about it is they were especially that generation of Porsche was very button heavy yeah they, it's like I feel like I'm in an airplane yeah, cockpit know, because I they're know. above you up and down I and they're all it. down the but center now they're all little touch buttons I know it's uh, dumb but my point was you. Control, like control everything without looking because once you are used to where those buttons you know are the, you know where the button
1: is exactly. but you have to look when it's a touch screen or a touch button
0: have exactly. To. Especially with a Model 3. Joel, did you know that with a Model 3, the windscreen wipers, although they can be controlled to an extent via the column stock, you need to use the touchscreen and go through all the different menus to change their speed or to even enable or disable the auto mode.
1: I did know this because my sister and brother have a Model 3 and I've driven a couple Model 3s. And not only that, but you're wrong. You cannot control them from the steering wheel or center stock. You can't? No. You control. Jeez. So you literally go in. And you touch this touch touchscreens in the lower left. I've done this, okay. and then there's three different speeds. At least there was when I was doing it. They could have right. enabled more by now. Uh, there was three speeds. There was like off. It was auto. Auto was trash when I used it. This was a couple of years ago, but the tra- it didn't even work. That That's what this work. story. And then, said. And then the, there was slow and high.
0: And that was it. Yeah, so this story I'm going to get to, they basically said the same thing you did was that auto sucked. So the guy had to go into the menu as he's driving. But like
1: slow was too slow and fast too fast. And now that's all I
0: got. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Goldilocks. Where's the Goldilocks But you have to touch
1: the touchscreen in the lower left to do it.
0: Yeah, that's dumb. It was really dumb. Well, this seemingly proved rather distracting for one driver, according to a court in Germany. Fiddling with the wiper setting caused him to leave Bundesstadt Autobahn 36, actually, hold, let me try it again, Bundesautobahn 36, and crash his Model 3 into several trees. The man was ordered to pay a 200 euro fine and serve a one-month driving ban. Back in August of 2019, the court officially ruled that the accident was due to, quote, improper use of an electronic device in accordance with Section 23.1 of the road traffic regulations. Mm. So what they're saying is by operating your windshield wipers on a Tesla is the same thing as using your phone distracted driving.
1: kind of is so i mean i've driven a model three and a model s it it, kind of is yeah
0: so i think i agree with you there's going to be this resurgence where people like all right this is this is fancy and techie and new and when the car is off it looks very sleek right yeah from like a design perspective having nothing but a flat screen is super clean yep right yep but it's not practical no at all
1: no and 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 you know the interesting thing was like honda mass market right they mm-hmm. went away from, from volume knobs. They had a touch, little touch-sensitive up-and-down volume. Yes. And all of us, all of us just berated them, raked them over the coals for it. <laughs> Guess what came back? A
0: little little no- volume knob. That's weird, huh? Yeah, I yeah. love it. All right, I'm going to finish this up with one last story here, Joel. But before I do, what is the most entertaining start to any headline? Today in Florida... <laughs> A Florida man has Same been <laughs> a Florida man has been arrested for grand theft of a motor vehicle and uttering a false banknote. Forty-two-year-old Casey William Kelly purchased a Porsche 911 Turbo from the dealership in Destin by using a fraudulent check written for one hundred thirty-nine thousand two hundred three dollars and five cents. So this is a brand new Porsche 911 Turbo that he wrote a check for. Before long, the Porsche dealer was reported stolen, I'm not the dealer, the Porsche was reported stolen by the dealer to the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office, which I don't understand how you think you're going to get away with issuing a fake check.
1: Well, at that point, I might have used a fake ID with the fake check, the that I mean, like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had it all matched, right? Like, I would have made sure that the whole thing was fake.
0: Right, because he obviously registered it in his own name. Yeah, that's a thing. Here's what's also, I didn't get to in the actual story, but it wasn't like his own personal check that he wrote out. I think it was a cashier's check because he printed it on his home printer. This is straight up like
1: (laughs) the crappy version of... uh, Catch Me If You Can with with
0: Leonardo DiCaprio from back in the day. But he was using like a bathtub and stuff. right. Yeah, no, a this printer. guy literally printed it on an inkjet printer. Honey, where's the Epson printed <laughs> cartridge? I need Why? more ink. Why? Well, I'm and then he comes Porsche. back with the punch. <laughs> <laughs> and he obviously, with a dealership, when you buy a car, they do all the registration yeah. for you. So yeah. he obviously registered in should have bought a used car. Yeah, and then Off just Chrysler's. skipped town. Right, yeah. So oh, Out of be- town, out of town. You should have bought it in Minnesota and driven it back. Yeah, exactly, with a fake name. Don't get any ideas, people. <sighs> Although, to be fair, Joel, printer ink is pretty expensive. Not Porsche 911 Turbo. Uh, it is, by volume, one of the most expensive materials by weight on the planet at up to $75 per ounce. That's $9,600 per
1: gallon. I wonder how many gallons of, of, la- of paint and and clear and, and primer on a 911. We could well, really do the math on this. It might equal Well, up.
0: here's the math we did do. The Porsche was 140 dollars right? Mm-hmm. Which works out to 14.6 gallons of printer ink for the 911, not including any paper cost to use. So really, mm-hmm. with printer ink being so overpriced, who's the real thief here? I mean, it's a Florida dude. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Joel. If this story was a Minnesota man... <laughs> Those honest people. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. That's our show. Big thanks to Joel Fetter from Motor Authority. Remind you to subscribe to the podcast if you already haven't. In that vein, also leave us a review. Five stars, of course. We will be back on Monday with the better half of the Kluels, his wife, Jess Kluel, as we get into some uh, pretty interesting stories from Chris's past, I'll say. <laughs> All right, guys, take care.